0: So, if you're keeping track, you've probably noticed that this week's Quidditch episode is a bit late. That is not because I'm a lazy piece of shit, well, at least not entirely, but because I usually record on Sundays, and I was too busy playing Quidditch this Sunday. Let me tell you all about that, and as an apology for the episode being late, I will even throw in tips on how to watch a game of Quidditch, and what people thought about our friendly game on Sunday. Well, if you want to hear some waffle, all about a quaffle, there's a Quidditch talk for the elite. And if you want to chat plenty, about an at-twenty, we've got the and so just take a seat. Roll, beat, repeat. Roll, beat, repeat. So, anyone want an autograph yet? No? Nobody? Nah? No? Uh-uh? I mean, you really should consider asking for it ASAP, because it will be quite something soon, especially now that I'm officially a seeker who caught the snitch. That's right, people, I caught the snitch. Did we win the game? Nope. Does it matter? Nope. Was my team mad at me for not being a team player? Also, no- well, yeah, yeah, they were. But I gotta go back a little to explain everything that happened. So you know my home team, Prague Pegasus. Of course you know them. I won't shut up about them. That's how amazing they are. Prag Pegasus was invited to play a friendly game with Jatetske Zlatonki, or Snitches, who are an amazing group of super talented young players and one day, one day, they might be able to kick our asses. But not this time. Oops. I guess I just spoiled the ending. In any case, Prague Pegasus were standing 23 strong and were up against a team that surprised everyone at the last Czech national championship when they almost snatched the bronze medals. Last Sunday, the day was scorchingly hot, but none of us particularly cared. We wanted... No, no we need it to play some Quidditch. We would not care if we had to play all the way down in hell for Satan himself while hellhounds were cheering us on as long as we got to play. That's how much we were looking forward to playing. So each game of Quidditch starts with the four balls, three bludgers, and a quaffle lined up on the midline and both teams at the keeper line. Midline is, well, I'm sure you figured that one out, in the middle of the pitch, and keeper lines are two lines indicated the start of the keeper zone. Keeper zones are super important because the keeper of the defending team cannot be beat. I know, right? That's no fun. And also cannot be tackled while they're in their keeper zone. Back to starting up the game. Balls lined up in the middle, players lined up on the keeper line. The head referee asks each team if they're ready. When they confirm, the head referee shouts three commands Brooms down! You must put your broom on the ground and prepare to run ahead. Ready? You can assume the most advantageous position for takeoff while keeping your broom on the ground. And the most important command that gives every Quidditch player goosebumps. Brooms up! On the b of brooms up, you sprint forward trying to grab the quaffler if you're a chaser or a keeper, or more importantly, the bludgers if you're a beater. Chasers don't all go running for the quaffle because that would result in a giant ball of humans and brooms and broken body parts, uh, most commonly heads. Usually, you would have the fastest runner go for the quaffle and then pass it over to their teammates. With beaters, it's, uh, once again, a lot more exciting. You have four beaters, but only three bludgers. And as much as I believe that every person should have a bludger in real life to facebeat all the negative assholes, only three beaters can get one in a game of Quidditch. This is super important because you want what's called the bludger control as soon as possible. It can even be the deciding point of the entire game if you want to go into extremes. And as a beater, you should always go into extremes. Bludger control essentially means that both your beaters have a bludger, which is a massive strategic advantage. So at the beginning, you would usually have one contested bludger, two beaters are going for that one, and two uncontested, only one beater is going for that one. So Nikki's tip on how to watch a game of Quidditch, a brooms-up edition, don't try to look at all the balls at once, you can't. Really, you can't. Unless you have four eyes and are able to get each one focused on a different ball, you will simply not be able to see everything. You can either focus on the quaffle fight, which, as I said, is a big ball of people, or you can focus on the most interesting part, which is obviously the contested bludger. Now back to the game. Imagine Prak Pegasus in their beautiful blue jerseys on their keeper line. Jatetsk has on theirs. The tension can be felt in the air. Also, the heat. The heat can be felt in the air because it's really, really hot. Brooms down. Heartbeats can be heard. That's how quiet it is. Ready? The crowd's whooshes as players grab their brooms and their knees lift from the ground. Brooms up! Bits of dirt are kicked into the air as the two teams sprint forward. Zlatanke are doing very well considering the fact that they're playing with less than half the number of people that we had. They even make us take a time out when we're both in snitch range. Which means being within 30 points of the other team. Eventually, the experience, diligent training combined with the number of players and our Seekers' amazing catch led to Prague's victory. But Zlatanke definitely put up a fight, let me tell you. So you're probably wondering... Did you catch that snitch? Is that why your team won? Eh, nah. Because after the first game, we mixed up the teams and decided to play another one. Some people wanted to try playing different positions, so even I was like, okay, alright, let's see how this goes, and I put on the white headband. Let me tell you, I will never do that again. Ever. Beating is just so much more fulfilling and just satisfying and just uh, amazing. I have no words to describe it. All in all, I don't think I will be playing chaser again anytime soon. And so after my chasing fiasco, I flipped my headband over to its yellow side and decided I wanted to give Seeking a try. I've tried it a few times before and I wasn't terrible. The first time I tried seeking was against a French national team whose seeker complimented my skills after the game. Which we lost. By a big margin. But hey, that doesn't matter. So our mixed up team is losing by about 60 points at this point in the game. So I'm defending the snitch runner. That's a technique you do when you're waiting for your team to get back in snitch range. Remember we talked about this when both teams are within 30 points of each other? I'm defending and defending and defending. And it is not getting better. In fact, it is getting worse. We are starting to lose by a lot of points. Also, it is getting hotter and hotter. So I decided to do a thing. Not a very team player thing, but a thing nonetheless. I got beat out. I'm going back to hoops. I tap in. I see the snitch busy with the other seeker, so I go for it. And it worked! I don't think I've ever been so happy grabbing a ball in a sock. It felt amazing. Yeah, we still lost, but we caught the snitch, so we didn't lose by that much. With this, let me throw in another how to watch a game of Quidditch tip. If you're confused what's happening on the pitch, it is most likely because you're trying to see everything. We established that you can do that. So, the easiest way to watch a game of Quidditch and not get lost is to pick a headband color and just follow that one. It will suddenly make a lot more sense. Not perfect sense, no way, but a lot more sense, trust me. So after my glorious catch, we went for a dip in the river, sat around the fire, ate some bread, and sang Take Me Home Country Roads. And also I found out I was allergic to spider bites, which I got two of. But it was amazing to play again after the virus break. So, those are my most memorable moments, but I have plenty more to share from other Quidditch players, so here they are. Sunday's Friendly was my first real game of Quidditch, and it couldn't have been better. Every player was accepted as part of the team, the more experienced were helping the new players, and everyone cheered the team on and had fun. Quidditch truly is magical, Dominic says. I absolutely, 100% agree, my friend. Quidditch is indeed magical. Evol sent me a message saying, I can't really come up with anything other than it was really great. And it really was. It was fantastic. You guys remember my friend Ronnie, the D&D and Quidditch player that I told you about a few episodes back? So, they got to try being a referee, and they're saying, It was great to finally play a match again, and I got to try reffing. And they did really well, let me tell you. After a week and a half with no Quidditch, I really enjoyed the friendly game. It was great to see the improvement of Zlatonke, and I am really glad that their chasers have great reflexes, even in the middle of the night, Misha says. Well, I don't know about their reflexes in the middle of the night, but on the Quidditch pitch, they were really good. Hansa is saying, it was great to play again after so long. I was beginning to have withdrawals. I really enjoyed the games, the evening social, and the river dip. I think all of us were on the verge of having a mental breakdown from having quitted withdrawals. I am glad I could take part in the friendly game not only because I couldn't wait to be back up on the broom and to be throwing the quaffle through the hoops again, but also because I got to see everyone again after so long, Adelka says. I think that the friendly match helped us strengthen the friendship between these two great teams. At the same time, we exchanged a lot of experience and it was simply amazing, Terka from Zlatonke says. And last but not least, let's hear the comment from Yara who is the captain of Zlatanke. As the Zlatanke captain, such events really make me happy. The community grows closer, it motivates people to keep playing the sport, and we always learn something new. The match itself was fair, friendly, and super great. The post-match activities were also amazing. Let's do something like that again soon. I could not agree more. I really, really hope that we get to play together soon and that it will be just as amazing as it was this time. Well, there you have it. So much love in Quidditch. I want to be funny and witty and all that, but it's moments like these where I'm at a loss of words because the stuff these people say is just so nice. It makes me feel loved and it makes me love my community. You guys are great. And so are you, my dear listeners. I hope you will forgive me for posting this episode a week late, and I promise to compensate for this by uploading the next one early. Have a fabulous day, everyone!